Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Thursday, November the 10th, 2022, at 10 a.m. Central Time. Well, good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. I have not been able to sleep. I was not able to sleep. I was tossing and turning and just could not sleep. I think I dozed off a couple of times here or there. Maybe I was kind of like kind of awake, then kind of not awake. And and I just, I kept like, what do I do? What do I do? And you know, your mind is just going like a million miles per second. And it, it was just, oh, it was miserable. So I haven't been uh, asleep, not in any meaningful way, I should say. I guess I to be technical, I probably fell asleep a couple of times, but nothing of of significance, nothing of any real substance when, as far as sleep is concerned. But I know it was around 3 a.m. I kept trying to find out, what do I, what do I listen to? What do I listen to? What do I listen to? So I just kept grabbing my iPad, going to the podcast, different podcast apps and just hitting play and hitting play. And I was hearing news and I was hearing this and this and this. And at some point, I don't remember exactly what it was. I don't even remember. I know it was somewhere around 3 a.m. because that's the last time I looked over and grabbed the iPad, I remember. Um, I, okay, oh, someone is listening from high up in the air, flying home from Texas to Tennessee. So that's always awesome. So, but I, I could not sleep. It was around 3 a.m. I hit play and someone started talking about discernment, discernment. So for today's focus, I want us to think about, I want us to focus on discernment. Now, this is what we're going to do. I want you to focus on discernment. I want you to focus on spiritual discernment. And then I think there's another word that we may add in. Now, remember, today's focus is supposed to be around 15 minutes long. So I'm going to do my very best. But let, let's, let's, let's try to focus on this concept of discernment. I know that there are quote unquote discernment ministries. That's a podcast episode, right? What is a, a discernment ministry and what do you really think about them? Okay, that that's a whole podcast episode right there. But I want us just to think about this concept of discernment and how important it should be in the life of a believer. I mean, I think in some cases it should be important in anyone's life, but especially for a Christian. So let's just start with a basic definition. Discernment. Discernment. The quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure, skill and discerning. So discernment is the quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure. So whatever is obscure, if you have discernment, you have the ability, you have this quality of being able to grasp it and comprehend it. So, so just think of it. There's something obscure, something that's out there. But for you, you can grasp it. You can comprehend it. Now, that's just a, a normal definition. That's, that's from Merriam-Webster, if I remember correctly. But they offer a second definition. An act of perceiving or discerning something. So it's the act of perceiving. It's the act of discerning. It's the act of grasping. It's the act of comprehending. All right. 
another definition, discernment is the ability to obtain sharp perceptions or to judge well. Now we're really kind of building on this. Uh, discernment is the ability to grasp something that is obscure. Uh, a discernment is the ability to comprehend what is obscure. So you have to grasp something, to comprehend something. It is the act of perceiving, so you can perceive it. Uh, it is the ability to obtain sharp perception. So you have perception, you're able to grasp, you're able to comprehend, you're able to perceive. You're able to judge. This is a great ability. This is a. This seems like a great skill. Like, okay, look, we we need someone who can grasp grasp what is obscure. We need someone who can comprehend what is obscure. We need someone who can perceive things. We need someone who has sharp perceptions. Would that be you? Would that be me? That's discernment. Now. If, if we move that over to, an, to now spiritual discernment. So you could say, spirit. Let, let's see if does this work. Spiritual discernment then would be the quality, the ability to grasp and comprehend what is obscure, spiritually speaking. Would that work? That spiritual discernment is the ability to perceive or discern things from a spiritual perspective. Do you think that works? Spiritual discernment is the ability to obtain sharp perceptions from a spiritual perspective, right? Because I think if you have this ability to comprehend, if you have this ability to obscure, if you have this ability to discern, this ability to perceive, this this perception, it's got to be, It's got to be, you're perceiving it, you're grasping it, you're comprehending it from some perspective, right? I I think that there's an underlying assumption here that you are discerning something, you're perceiving something, you're grasping it, but you're doing so from a certain perspective, from a certain worldview, from a certain way of looking at things. So from a spiritual discernment, as you're grasping, you're comprehending, you're perceiving, you you have this perception, but it's being done with a spiritual mindset from a spiritual perspective. Let, let's let's go on. Discernment. Now, this is from a, a non-Christian source. Discernment in the Christian religion is considered as a virtue. A discerning individual is considered to possess. Wisdom, now now let's stop right there. Here's another concept to think about today. What is the correlation? What is the relationship between discernment and wisdom? Are they synonymous? Are they, do they, are they, do they differ in some way? What What is the idea of discernment and wisdom? Are they the same thing, just a different way of saying it? Can can you look? I would argue there's no way you can spiritually discern something unless you have wisdom, right? So I think at the very least, whatever their their connection is, you can't discern without wisdom. Not spiritually speaking, because spiritual wisdom, biblical wisdom, that would be the key. Correct. Here is how 
another article. Now, this takes the concept of discernment and spiritual discernment and tries to put it all together. Discernment is defined as the quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure, an act of perceiving something, a power to see what is not evident to the average mind. Now, they add a little bit more about discernment, that you're able to perceive what is not easily understood, grasped, or perceived by the average mind. But here we go. The definition also stresses accuracy, as in the ability to see the truth. So in other words, discernment talks about the accuracy in your perception. you, You see what is real. You see the truth. You see reality. Spiritual discernment is the ability to tell the difference between truth and error. It is basic to having wisdom. They connect it, but they still don't really articulate in any meaningful way, I guess, what spiritual discernment is. I think we really have to build it off the basic definition of discernment. So as an individual, all right, here's, this is the key, as a Christian, as a believer, do you have the ability to grasp and comprehend what is obscure, spiritually speaking? Can, do you have the ability, the, the, the uh, skill in perceiving something? Do you, in a sense, have this ability, this power to see what is not, at, what is not evident to everyone else? Now, that, that all sounds good. You know, we can write all that down. You can say, wow, today's focus was on discernment, and now I think I know what discernment is. I understand discernment better than I've ever understood it. But here's what's so frustrating. Last night, that thing I listened to, the whole point of it was how to basically obtain spiritual discernment. And I still don't think they gave me one answer in how to obtain it. It was so subjective and weird and mystical and it's some feeling and and God talks to you in some weird way and and it's like I needed discernment to understand how I'm supposed to get discernment based off a message that was supposed to tell me how to get it it was the most subjective flaky weird mystical thing that I'm like this is ridiculous this is of no value So how do we as a believer obtain spiritual discernment? What are the steps? How do you get it? I mean, obviously, we should all want it. Now, some people equate discernment as like a spiritual gift to discern, and they believe that it's the spiritual gift to discern whether a demon is present, whether an evil spirit is present. It really gets deep into the charismatic world, and I reject all of that. But a lot throughout, forget the charismatic world, throughout the evangelical world in general, there's this idea that discernment is like, I listen to, I pray, and God gives me some feeling. He gives me some insight. He gives me some knowledge. He gives me some perception. And it's very much a very mystical concept. God God gives you a feeling. God gives you, and I, I just, I reject all of that. I don't think it's based off some subjective feeling. Obviously, I don't believe God is, is revealing himself in any other way than right here, the word of God. I, don't, I, I believe discernment has to be connected to this. So for the believer, is discernment 
is it is it just the scriptures? Do we do we simply say how do you obtain discernment? The scriptures, but I know a lot of people who who have the scriptures but they don't know how to discern. So would we say discernment is the correct application of the scriptures? I know I'm asking more questions than I'm giving answers. But I think there's lots of talk about spiritual discernment. But it always seems that it turns into something very vague and subjective. So I just wrote down some scriptures that I at least wanted you to consider this morning, all right? Before we remember, the goal here is to keep these at a certain amount of time. So let's go through these quickly. The first one that I thought of was this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Can you have, is there any hope of having any kind of true biblical spiritual discernment if you do not fear the Lord? Since the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Now, becomes the question, how does one obtain the fear of God? Well, I think the only way we obtain the fear of God is we, and you know what I'm getting ready to say, you know, I'm getting ready to go straight to Calvin's Institutes. Until we see God as he truly is, we'll never see ourselves as we truly are. But the real thing is when we see God as he truly is, that should lead to a godly fear. Remember when Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up? Woe unto, whoa, woe unto me. He basically pronounced a curse on himself. He was overcome with fear and, and, and at you, at a reverence and awe, maybe even a little bit of, you may say, a, an actual kind of fear, but I don't think there's any fear of God until we see who he is. So we have to constantly be looking and seeing and reminding ourselves of the true character and attributes and nature of God. That creates fear. Fear leads to wisdom, and that is connected to discernment. How about Romans chapter 12? Romans chapter 12. I thought this one was interesting. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, a holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Okay. But verse 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I think the idea is the not being conformed and being transformed by the renewing of your mind, the transform, the being transformed by the renewing of your mind, I, we think the only way that occurs is through scripture. And then you're able to prove, or I, I would have to look up the Greek word there, but is it the idea that now we can discern the will of God? Now, this is not some mystical thing because if my mind is, if I'm not conformed to the world, in other words, I'm not conforming myself to the thinking of the world, but my mind is being uh, renewed by scripture, then I can perceive the will of God because God's will for us is revealed in the pages of scripture, not in a feeling, not in some kind of like, oh, I think, I think this. No, it is scripture. So I think Romans 12 would be important. And then 1 John 4, 1 John 4, I know this is dealing primarily with Gnosticism, but beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone into the world. He's referring to Gnostics. 
But I think the idea is is that biblical discernment means we just don't believe everything. We're not naive, and we test everything. And how do we test everything? Not with a feeling, with the Word of God. And it is through the Word of God that we are to be equipped so we're no longer tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. So biblical discernment really begins with fearing God, not allowing our minds to be conformed to this world, but renew our minds through the word of God so that we can perceive the will of God, that we don't believe everything, but we're willing to test it according to the word of God, and that we are equipped through the teaching and preaching of God's word so we're not tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Now, there's probably more. That's where you come in. I want you to think about other scriptures that would seem to give this idea of discernment. I want you to think about the connection between discernment and wisdom. That's what I want you to focus on. Your your today's focus is discernment, specifically spiritual discernment. Your ability to grasp, to understand, to perceive that which is obscure. There's a lot of people who seem walking in the dark, tossed to and fro, and they can't perceive, they can't understand. But it, it, I think it has to deal with the word of God. A lot of times, uh, and I think I received an email late last night dealing with a, a relative kind of kind of question, like, so when we ask God for, if, if we ask God for direction, does, does he, how does he guide us? God only guides us through the pages of his word. Like, there, I know there's these specific situations that we want some kind of direction, but I believe any, any attempt to find that kind of direction, you're going to have to rely on a feeling or a thought, but you have no way of discerning if that's God's thought or your thought or your feel. No, all you have is the word of God. So discernment has to be connected to it. But I think before you even get to that, what you have to fear God. And you have to ensure that your mind is not being conformed to this world. It's being transformed. You have to not believe everything. You have to test everything. And you have to ensure that you're being equipped through the word of God so that you're no longer tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Spiritual discernment. Are you discerning? Are you a spiritually discerning person? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I truly don't know. I don't know if I am. I, I, think, I think spiritual discernment's missing in the life of the church, but we've already gone much longer than we're supposed to. We're at 19 minutes. It's supposed to be 15 minutes. But I, there's too much here. I'll just leave it there. Today's focus is spiritual discernment. Please think about it. Please meditate on it. Please, please ask questions about it, and please email me in regards to all of it, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. That is your today's focus for Thursday, November the 10th, 2022.